Blog Talk Radio. As Saul neared Damascus on his journey, suddenly a light from heaven flashed around him. He fell to the ground and heard a voice say to him, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? Acts 9, verse 3. That's right. This is not a test. It's the... Real thing. It's the ChristCast 2020. My name is Jason Dias alongside... Kiki Culpepper. Two generations with... One mission. That's absolutely right. And thank you guys for joining us. Got to send a quick shout out. I was in Clarksville, Tennessee last week, as you know. Uh, recently voted uh, Money Magazine's number one city to live in, and I totally get what? it. Great. Yep. Great place to be at. Just beat out Seguin. No, it didn't really beat out Seguin. Uh, <laughs> no, Seguin's not up there. <laughs> no. But it is. Uh, America's uh, number one city to live in. Great place. Um, epicenter of an economic revival and a great military tradition with Fort Campbell, 101st Airborne Division up there. And met some people up in Clarksville, told them about the show, so I want to send a big shout out to my buddy Vondell. Hey, Vondell. Uh, Yeah, it's a really, really nice guy that I got to be. Uh, And his friends over at the Tabernacle Church in Clarksville, Tennessee. And today we're talking about, I told you, a book that I could not wait to get to. It's the book of Acts, if you couldn't tell by the intro. <laughs> the Acts of the Apostles, that's right. Um, it's a long book. Uh, it, it, it's yeah. not light reading. It takes a while, um, but it is... But it you is, can just keep rereading yes, it you can over keep re-reading it. and find new stuff every time you read yep. it. Yep. I'm excited because it's the first time in the Bible that the great name that is... Jason. Yes, Jason shows As up. My eyes are rolling <laughs> oh, in the yes. back of my head. Saw someone from my Oakwood Reengage group this morning over at Chick fil A where I was getting your. If you don't know what that is, you have to <laughs> yeah. go back a few episodes. <laughs> yeah, I think last last week's episode. Um, but we, we do prayer requests as part of the Reengage group. And at the end, someone had a prayer request for somebody uh, that's going through a real big medical problem. And someone said, it's going to take a miracle to help this person and I can hmm. tell you myself included your first thought is it must be really bad because miracles yeah. don't happen anymore and well uh, it was I was just thinking oh that must be really hard on the person if they're asking for a miracle a miracle well um, you may not know this we were talking about how your parents met and uh, yeah back, we have weird conversations yes, yes, before the show right Right around the same time, after the war, after I graduated from college, I, my first real job was working at the Kerrville State Hospital. And one of my favorite things to do, I was a trainer. I trained people on everything from leadership and management training to CPR and defensive driving. I did it all. Ooh. But one of my favorite things to do, and you may know this, Kiki, there is a razor-thin line between brilliance and insanity. Oh, for real. And I would sit in Bible studies with people that were hospitalized because they had what is called a Messiah complex. They literally thought they were Jesus oh, Christ. And, and, of course, well, where were you born? Well, Houston, Texas. Well, we know you're not the Messiah then because you have to be yeah. born in the city of David. However, some of these guys had a voluminous knowledge of the Bible, and it was just fascinating to sit in Bible study with these guys. And one day, one of them walked up to me and said, I'm still doing miracles all the time. And I'm like, I'm sure you are. You know, have to be kind, have to yeah. be. Well, I want to start because the Acts of the Apostles, it, it's such a great history, and it proves that the Christian church is going to grow at a time when it would have take, taken a miracle 
for this fruit, yes. to come back. This little thing in Jerusalem that's going to go all the way to India and England and all the corners of the world. And I was thinking about something that happened at Cross Lutheran that I call the pizza miracle. I wasn't there. This is no. his retelling. Yes. And I was been tra- I'm practicing telling it like in 30 seconds. Long story short, I, was, I brought in two large pizzas. Uh, for the young ladies that were working in the library, people that you know, my yes. wife, Mrs. Hill, A.T., uh, and Mrs. Newland. And so two large pizzas for four adults seems like plenty of food. I forgot about all the kids that are routinely up there with their parents. Your mom's a teacher. You know how yes. it is. You've probably spent some time at the school I in the summer. I a little too much time. Yes, I'm sure you have. Well, as they all came in, the first box ran out, and I put the other box on top, and I kept saying, we don't have enough, we don't have enough. We, we never ran out. Every time I opened that top box, there was two more slices of pizza in it. Even Mr. Dirks came in and had a, sli- a couple of slices of pizzas. I had the last two slices, and the box was empty. Now, was that a miracle? Who knows? I don't know. I don't know, but I do believe that miracles happen all the time. And to my friends at Reengage, if it takes a miracle, you might just get one. Before I went especially to church, when you're least expecting especially it. when you're least expecting it, there's something I've called before on the show a remnant, and you're right to call it the... Holy Spirit. So. When I didn't go to church, um, I was working in Midland, Texas, and we weren't going to have a Christmas party at the bank. I was offended, so I set up a Christmas party <laughs> at Mr. Gaddy's, and Aww. I would say that's the remnant in me. Even though I wasn't going to church or anything, there was this remnant of, of my time growing up in the Catholic Church, but, but I think what it really was was the Holy Spirit. Working through you. Working through me, exactly right. And so we're going to talk about that because we hear about the Holy Spirit in great detail. Another quick thing, folks, I've been watching this stuff all week, too. Oh, all right. my mom and I talked about I'm this sure. earlier this yes. week. Folks, if you're young, we get a lot of homeschoolers that listen to the show. Uh, young, young people, young people, listen to me. The planet is not ending. It's okay. not going to die. Okay, so the only reason the planet is going to go out on us, whether we're going to burn up or freeze to death, God will let it happen if he wants it to. Yes. That's why you're listening to a Christian podcast. (laughs) And I'll tell you, I I know that Greta girl's got some issues, but um, she's not half the human being, the 17-year-old I get to sit next to every... Did you see, apparently, one of the Fox News anchors said something that the politics need to be controlled by politicians, not a crazy 17-year-old. I don't don't take a lot of advice from 16-year-olds. I take a lot of show advice from Kiki, but she's the co-owner and co-host of the show. (laughs) Well, she does have Asperger's, and you can't say anything anymore, unless you're saying it about Christians. But folks, um, the world is going to end. We're going to talk about it in the book of Revelation. And when it does, you're not going to want to be on the earth being left behind when it does. No, but if you know your Bible and you know your faith, you shouldn't be worried about you anything. Worry about anyone, yeah. Hey, believe it or not, it's not too soon to remind people about the Keep Christ in Christmas concert. Ooh, it's coming I up. Know. It's coming up faster than we think. And this is our fifth annual one That's that right. we've been broadcasting. That's right. I've done all of them. You've done five of them, and it's going to be on? December 8th at 5 p.m. at the Brontex Theater. You don't want to miss it, folks. It's a great way to kick off that Christmas season, and Kiki and I might even be doing, leading up to that week, a little thing on the AM radio station here in town about the history of Christmas and why it's so important. Well, we wouldn't even be celebrating Christmas in the Western Hemisphere if it weren't for the Acts of the Apostles, and we're going to talk about it, and we're going to do it all right after this. Remember, if you want to hear the show, just say, Alexa, play Christcast 2020 podcast. 
and all of them were filled with the Holy Spirit. And began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. Acts 2, 4. Let's talk about where we are. Very likely in Rome around... We're not I, sure. Not exactly sure. The book of Acts does not talk about Paul's being put to death. Um, it's probably around 70 uh, A.D., Anno Domini. I put 70-ish in the ish. notes here. And the book covers... Because the word ish is yes, the best word. Covers me on all things. It, the, the book of Acts, is the first part is about Peter. The second part is about Paul. But it is so exacting in its history. It is a meticulous book of the Bible that almost seems like it was written with the detail of the doctor and a historian's oh, ear. Therefore, oh. we know who wrote the book, don't we? So Luke was the one who was technically writing the book, even though he was practically glued to Paul's <laughs> side this whole time, even until Paul's death at the end. You know, i got to tell you, one of the great discoveries since we've been going through the books of the Bible this way is Luke. I just, I've become a huge fan. I'm doing all the research I can about Luke. Jim Caviezel plays Luke in the uh, in the movie about Ooh. Paul that I'm going to watch on uh, Netflix, but uh, it is a, a fascinating story. Let's talk about what the big idea, big idea is. But Peter and John replied, Judge for yourselves whether it is right in God's sight to obey you rather than God. But we cannot help speaking about what we have seen and heard. Acts 4.19. This is when they're brought in front of... The enemies of Christianity are everywhere. Yeah. Even uh, today. Yeah, I mean, still, to this very, very day. And I think the first big idea is you can, you can get a thousand traffic tickets. You can steal ten times from H-E-B. You will not get the death penalty. But why would you ever America. want to steal well, you, from H-E-B? Well, you would not want H-E-B to steal. H-E-B is reasonable. <laughs> I know. I'm making a, a, a point here that the ultimate punishment in our country and in our state is death. And these guys that were witnesses of the life of Jesus Christ... They didn't even fear death. They didn't even blink an eye. And that's just like such a closing thing. Like, you're not scared of what's after you die. What has to happen? What do you have to see to not be afraid of dying? You know, if, if I said, I saw this, well, I don't believe you. Well, um, are you willing to die for it? People do not die for a lie. And it is important as we go through Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, um, with the exception of John, they're all put to death over this. I mean... Matthew is killed by a sword strike in Ethiopia that was a fatal blow. Fatal blow. He dies. Mark gets it even worse. Uh, Mark is dragged to death behind horses in the streets of Alexandria, Egypt. Then Luke is going to be hanged in Greece for preaching... The gospel. The, the gospel, just for telling the truth. Now, John is put in boiling oil, but is miraculously saved and dies of old age. Uh, many believe in modern-day Turkey. John, the sole survivor, who turns out to be a real hero yeah. in the Bible. What's interesting is per- the persecution of Christians actually... Helps spread the word every corner of the known world. This, like... Oh, it's so just cool to Imagine, see yeah. everything, and it's hard, so hard to put in words. You know, it's in some ways. I'm not saying we've been persecuted, obviously, but as if we move from place to place doing the show, you may we've remember definitely gone backlash. Yeah, but we've also. Had we not gone from the Christian Academy to Chick-fil-A, remember that time we read The Passion of the Christ, and we didn't know the lady sitting right next to us, she was in crisis. Comes over after you went to school and said, I really needed to hear that today. 
had no idea. So she found out about the show because we had moved. I met that lady out in front of Christus right here by the restaurant where we're doing the show now. And now she knows about the show. The more we've moved, the more people have found out about the show. And that's what happens with Christianity. Ran them out of Jerusalem, that's fine. We'll spread the word in Syria. Run them out of Syria, that's fine. We'll spread the word in... There's a whole world to be spread to. That's right. And persecution is God's instrument of spreading the word. The other thing that is a big idea, the Holy Spirit is still at work in the world today. Even though people don't say, it's like, oh, God's abandoned us, there's nothing good left in the world. There's so many little good things in the world, but we need to preach it, we need to podcast it, and we need to spread the good news to everyone, because it's just as important today as it ever was. It's even more important important. today, because so many people are like in that crisis, in that doubting state of mind. And so how do we apply this in our modern world? So they said, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. And you will be saved, Acts 16, verse 31. I'll tell you what, um, my advice, be fearless, be bold, and... Never apologize for your belief in Jesus Christ. That is never you? a bad thing. No, why would you? Why would you? Uh, you know, that great commission in Matthew, go and make disciples of all nations. This show has been heard in over 30 different countries on earth. It just fascinates and me. And not countries, not just states. Yeah, not states, in countries. We know where the show was listened to because of we IP addresses. We know where you're from. Yes, we know you're listening. In fact, our number two, number one listen country is Australia. So we have a lot of fans in Australia, apparently. And the other thing I'm yeah, maybe it could be the Hendersons. Um, and Coach Jot said, "What I, but what I do want to say, and this is not a cut or a slight at anybody, it's an observation. The fastest growth of the Christian church occurs without the contemporary services, pastors wearing blue jeans, all the G whiz graphics, folks." The gospel of Jesus Christ is enough. And what I find fascinating is that a guy, a handful of guys wearing flip flops and togas change the world itself. <laughs> change the entire world. I don't often tell people to look at the pictures on the episode, but I was at the Blanton Art Museum this Sunday up in Austin, and all those great European paintings of Jesus Christ and, and their depiction and their romanticizing of Romantic. Jesus. It never would have happened were it not for the persecution of the Christians, but more importantly, it wouldn't have happened. Again, no no telephones, no cars. This is all verbally. Verbally just walking because around. I, more than half the people didn't know how to write or read. Anyway, it's all telling people, and that's what we're doing. I, I forgot to mention this last week. I heard from somebody that listens to the show because they're blind. And it's the easiest way to to do this because they can't yeah. read the Bible. I mean, there's that's, Braille Bibles, but there, it's, that's why there needs to be more Christian podcasts. Because what about the minorities that people don't even think about? Exactly, people that can't read, people that don't have access. Like I said, our show was heard um, over in West Africa, where there's a tremendous amount of persecution of Christians, and I think it's great because if you don't have access to a Christian church, you have access to a phone or the internet, you can hear this show and others like it. Well, hey, we're doing our part. Uh, we're not priests. We're not pastors. We're not saints, but in our own way, I think we're like digital apostles. We're digital maybe. apostles. Yes, tossing out our digital seeds. We're not as good as the original. Not as good as the original. We're like a bad spin-off. We dress better. Kiki has cooler shoes than the yeah. Apostle Paul. Hey, my name is Jason Dyes, alongside the aforementioned Kiki Culpepper. We've been listening to Christcast 2020, and to God be the glory. This is Kiki Culpepper, and you've been listening to the Christcast 2020.